Once at the church, Annabel goes into the full diva mode. Is my veil straight? She tilts her chin a little while I tweak and fuss obligingly, feeling like Mammy attending Scarlet O'Hara. Is Mark here yet? We're the ones who are late, I mutter through clenched teeth. Annabel's instructed the chauffeur to drive around the block three times just to make sure the journalists from the Daily Mail have had time to arrive. The fourth amazing Andrew's wedding is guaranteed to make the social pages, and my sister wants every column inch that her manicured hands can grab. God, Ellie, you really should have dieted. Annabel eyes me critically. Make sure you're standing behind the children in the photos. As the rich tones of the organ ring out with Ave Maria, Only the fact that I'm twenty-seven and not seven stops me socking her in the mouth. Annabel always knows exactly how to get to me, like the time she joined Match.com on my behalf. It's the only way you'll ever find a man, and tried hard to persuade me to go on a date with Steve from Slough, who enjoyed train-spotting and bird-watching. Biting my tongue and promising myself that in just over two hours' time I'll be getting sloshed on all the free booze, I psych myself up to follow Annabelle's rose-trimmed backside down the aisle, trying hard not to think about my own Lopez-esque derriere. Like my sister says, nobody's looking at me anyway. Pretty much the story of my life. Ready? asks the vicar. Annabelle nods slowly, not wanting to dislodge her headdress. Marvellous. He turns to me. Now, my dear, when you're happy with that train, give the bride a sign. Any sign I want? I ask, hopefully. Flipping Annabelle the bird would make me feel so much better. The vicar winks at me over his bifocals, after enduring two strenuous wedding rehearsals, having to repaint the porch to match Annabelle's colour scheme, and nearly breaking his neck on her endless train, he's got the measure of my sister— and is probably gagging to flick a few V-signs himself. As long as it's polite, he replies to my great disappointment. Might as well get this over with, I decide, tugging half-heartedly at the enormous train. There, it looks fine. Or at least as fine as something that would be better suited to sitting on top of a loo roll ever will. Giving my sister the thumbs up and the baby bridesmaids a shove, it's all systems go, and we're walking with excruciating slowness down the aisle, Annabelle smiling mistily at the congregation and undergoing a miraculous transformation from Attila the Hun to Wedding Dreams Barbie. St. Jude's is absolutely packed. Wedding guests in large hats and starchy suits spew from each row of pews, craning their necks to get a good look at the bride. The two front rows on the left-hand side are reserved for my family, who by now are very used to such occasions. It's actually no wonder that what remains of my father's hair is grey. The cost of four big weddings could probably have sorted out the national debt. Even the swathes of pink and white roses would go a long way towards decreasing my overdraft. Unfortunately for my father, Mum outdid herself last year with Emily's wedding. Everybody agreed that it could have given the royal family a run for their money. My father muttered darkly that he needed the royal's income to bloody well pay for it all, and that he'd wished he'd done a Henry VIII and cut my mother's head off when she produced daughter number one. 
how we all laughed, except for my poor father. Still, it was way too late now. The pattern was set. Each sister's wedding had to equal, if not outdo, the one before it. Well, Dad can relax after this bun fight, because there's absolutely no way I'm going to be following in Annabelle's silk-slippered footsteps. No, I've had enough stress in my life without adding some man's dirty laundry and washing up to my lengthy list of things to do. I've absolutely no desire whatsoever to meet Mr. Wright, float down the aisle and stagnate into coupled-up life. I'm happy being single. At least, I will be happy once I am single. But that's another story. We pigeon-stepped down the aisle, and when the gaggle of bridesmaids and page boys finally collide at the altar, a respectful hush falls.